Give me a D. D. Give me a C. C. Give me an O. O. Give me an M. M. That's what we listen to on A-W-N-P. What does that spell? A whole, a whole new, new pod. Ah, oh. woo! Cheer, cheer, cheer! Pom pom shaking. Yeah. Shaking. All right. We're full of school spirit and decom spirit here at a whole new pod, a podcast all about listening to us talk about Disney Channel original movies, yes. but also watching them. I like how I've kind of just stumbled into that. Is the slogan of our podcast is. The podcast is all about Disney Channel original <laughs> About movies. you listening to us, watching them, talking about them. Very creative and just rolls off the tongue. Tell your friends, oh, this is the podcast about Disney Channel original <laughs> movies. Not yes. to be confused with any of the others. No. I am your host, Lucas Melby, as always. And I'm Jacob Telejohn. Speaking of D, that can stand for Disney, but you know what else it can stand for? Death. We're going to get a little morbid <laughs> here, guys. Because on a whole new pod, as listeners, you if you've stuck with us for Frequent long, listeners, yes. you will know that the the loyal. we don't always have the most regular recording schedule. Yes. Last episode, we took like three weeks. This time, we're on time, but we're never quite as consistent as we want to be pandemic or not. Yeah. But since we have an infrequent recording schedule, the next thing we're going to point out Seems a little bit more than just coincidence. Because people die every day. People die every day. But sometimes famous people die. And maybe not every day. And what we found is almost always (laughs) either on a day, not every single time we record, but very many recent famous deaths have happened either day we record like regis philbin five that minutes happened before five minutes before sometimes during the episode <laughs> uh most famously kobe bryant kobe Bryant, uh and ruth bader ginsburg the last episode we did sam my phone was buzzing a billion times during the episode i'm like what the fuck is this bullshit it was not bullshit at all it was a very sad That's unfortunate crazy. thing uh, I think Chadwick Boseman was maybe like the day after we recorded <laughs> once. These are bad. They're but, cursed. Yeah, it's a little, little, little spooky. It's that time of year. <laughs> it's spooky We're season. Recording on October 2nd right yes. now. and maybe, Trump is still alive. Yes, maybe it's premature, <laughs> but it is the day that Trump got diagnosed with COVID. So have we struck again? Oh, man. Should I say fingers crossed? <laughs> yeah. You can take that how you want to take it. Which way am I crossing those fingers for? Oh. So I guess we really should say is uh, don't listen to us. Make it so we, we stop recording <laughs> and no one will ever die again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know where to go from that, but uh, just... The uh, movie. We have a movie to talk we about have today. A movie. There, there was a film we did but watch. But before we get into that, I'll just bring up that last week... As I think probably happens whenever we have a third person in the room. Certainly after we had not had a third person for a while. We had some audio jankiness. Jank. And hopefully we fiddled with some stuff beforehand. Hopefully this is sounding better. a little better. I'm also sitting further away from Jacob's Yeah, this microphone. is the farthest we've, we've sat in two years. So hopefully it won't be an issue of Jacob being like, huh? What? What did you say? Because <laughs> sometimes Jacob is pretty hard of hearing. Yeah. Or he just doesn't listen to me. Or both. Definitely both. But yes, I was listening to Jacob earlier when he brought up the name of the movie we watched today, which is Gotta Kick It Up. Yes. Which is a a special, probably just overall for all DCOMs, that this is a a movie that all of the main characters, minus basically one, are Latina. Yeah. 
or a Latino, but mostly the main characters are Latina. So it's a very strong representation movie. And I don't know if there's really been any decobs since where it's just like, I I have no idea. I don't think the the Cheetah Girls, I think the Cheetah Girls is a (laughs) multi-ethnic group. But I don't think we really had anything before this where it's very just kind of targeted to try to add like extra representation. I mean, we always are... Especially if we, Sam's on we, the we episode, out. he will yes. point out if there's only one or so if, black if they've characters got back, in the movie. If you will. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> didn't, didn't edit around a whole lot in the last episode, actually. Didn't take as many notes as I usually do, so maybe this will be a shorter episode. Which is due in part to 30, 30 dance sequences. There are a lot of dance sequences <laughs> in this, which I'm perfectly fine with. Yeah. I am growing fatigued with sports movies, but then I have to remember that every sports movie we watch, eventually there will be a scene, a montage, that you don't have to take notes for of just the action of the sport, whether it be basketball or dancing or whatever. Eventually we'll get to the musicals where like then we'll just get to listen oh, to a boy. musical number and maybe write down a we'll, couple of We'll notes have about, to dissect the lyrics you know, of the songs and how that relates to the characters represented in the films. Maybe. But for oh, now, man. let's dissect this movie. Si se puede. The way we always do, starting at the beginning, where we're opening on a hallway of a school, and there's a banner up, there's Spanish on the banner, and there's Spanish. Not If you wanted to be stereotypical, <laughs> this would be mariachi music in the background. <laughs> they hold off on that for a little bit later into the movie, but this is just, I don't know, the genre, but some kind of Spanish flavor yeah. music. And we meet our first character, who is not our main character, but we meet Yolanda, who I thought they were going to play up more into her because she's like a little chubbier. Because the first thing we hear from her, she's at like the school store and she buys a notebook and then some peanut butter cups. And they had it on the ready. Yes. It was like it was like she was like a regular. Like she she finished <laughs> yeah. what she, she wanted. She always comes and gets a notebook there. and a pencil and some peanut butter cups. It's there. It was day. on it was on the table before she finished what she yes. was saying. The guy is like, here you go, in a rapid delivery, very much like the famous scene in the room where Mark not Mark, Tommy says Tommy. hi to the doggy. Ah. Uh. But then we meet our main, really main character because Yolanda, she gets pushed over by some faceless white girl, picks up her peanut butter cups, and then her friend Daisy steps up to say like, hey, don't step to my girl, Ooh. girlfriend. Ooh. And then they leave. And then uh, they proceed at some point to then Yolanda and Daisy are just, this is a school in California, so the lunch area is just outside. Yeah. And they just start dancing, and yeah. everybody loves it. Yeah. A lot of love for the dance at this school. People in this crowd clapping along to the beat, the, just yelling. Yeah, Everybody's loving it. really tight. While they're dancing, we meet probably the second main character of the movie. Daisy's the primary main character. Yeah. And the second main character is Mrs. Bartlett. Who is a new teacher at the Brand school? Brand new, and she's seen them dance, right? Is, is, is isn't she watching them dance outside with the? Yeah, I think with so. The, with the principal, yeah, the colonel. The principal's showing around, and he's like, "Oh, these kids! I'm surprised you didn't skip out on your first day because these kids are wild." <laughs> wild. And this is you'll very quickly figure out that this movie is very by the numbers one of these types of movies, like Freedom Riders, yeah. or even. Sister Act 2, <laughs> where it's a fish out of water kind of coming to this school where there's these, not really in this movie, but like tough, uh, delinquent yeah. kids and yeah. trying to whip them into shape and give them inspiration to 
be best in the words yeah. of Milan. And yeah, and it, it, they're not bad kids. No, but the they, way they act they do out like is the, the break dancing. some rules. You know, they like to break some bend some rules a little bit. But and, then she wants to get them. And we see that in Mrs. Bartlett's first class that has both, yes. Yol- both Yolanda and Daisy in, where the kids are. She's teaching biology, and they're like, "Why the fuck should we care how animals die?" That's not tight. And, and then, then just, yeah, and then yeah, the dude start starts slapping it. on the table like, yo, that's tight. Yeah, and Daisy says, yo, that's tight. And then everybody they starts start doing they dancing. They get into the beat immediately. And, and then Daisy starts dancing. She's jumping up on Mrs. Bartlett's desk. And even the teacher's kind of like, okay, like she's got some she's moves. Kinda, I mean, to be fair, I would be as stunned as her. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> she, she's like awestruck. Like, what the heck is class? happening? And then the colonel comes in. Yes, the principal, who they only really called the colonel one time. Because he has a mustache and he was a military. Also, that he is very strict with the students. So he yeah. whips them into shape because Mrs. Bartlett does not seem to be able to control her class. Yeah, gives Daisy... Detention. And Yolanda detention. No, I, I Yolanda, think just the one. Well, he gives Daisy detention and then Yolanda gives him some back and says, Hey, she you want some the too? only one dancing. And you he want says, some All right, too? two weeks for you two. Then the other kind of... In the same level, well, probably still more important than Yolanda, but still kind of a more tertiary character is Esmeralda, yeah. who is still Latina, but she's very, I don't know if it's supposed to be like she's really like smart, but she's just more uptight or yeah. maybe her family's a little bit richer and nicer than some of the other families, but she is always wanted to be a dancer. She's got a picture of a ballerina painted on her wall. She's got a music box. That her little brother steals, no. and then he steals well, himself I, I, out of the movie and wh- is never seen wh- again. Was the painting on her wall a ballerina? Was it like a like a Might, maybe it was a salsa? Yeah. Or salsa, a yeah, that's what, yeah, flamingo dancer or something else. That yes. is maybe accurate. Uh, and to contrast, maybe uh, Esmeralda's status, we see Daisy with her boyfriend Chewy. Chewy who can drive. <laughs> he drives the car and smokes the cigarettes. Yes. He does not actually smoke he's, in this. He's movie. really cool. But he probably You does. can infer it. But he is a high school dropout yeah. who is working at the local mechanics place. Yes. And Daisy's like, I wanna drop out. This is bullshit. I got detention for having a dance battle in my classroom. This is one of those movies again too where we get um where we get the actresses or actors just, like, not playing their age. Yes, it's kind of hard for me to find out too much about a lot of the actresses because it seems that a lot of them did not do anything after, or at least not too many things after this, so I didn't get their exact birthdays. But Daisy, by my calculations, was, like, 26 in this Playing a 16-year-old? Yeah, at, like, the oldest. It seems like some of them might have been freshmen, but... She at least can't drive herself. Yet. No. so Whether yeah. that is because of age or not. Esmeralda, I don't know how, but she learns that Mrs. Bartlett has like a dancing background. Well, she yeah, sees she, her she, resume somehow. Yeah, they see the resume and they see Juilliard on there. The famous yes. arts college. And, and it says graduated on the resume and she infers. So since she has a dance background, Esmeralda yes. starts to push the principal to try to get Mrs. Bartlett to be the new dance coach because the school used to have a team, but now they currently have no coach. And he's like, you know, it's tough because it's all their volunteer time. And But he goes and asks her, Mrs. Bartlett acts very dramatically where she's, no, dancing <laughs> was in my past. I cannot dance again. <laughs> I put that white life away, and it's Behind not like this me. isn't freaking Godfather Part Three. It's in the rear view Every mirror. time I think I'm outside of the dancing world, it 
pulls me back in. I see a horse's head in bed. <laughs> yeah. The kids send her a horse head <laughs> to try to get her on the team. But then the principal kind of explains, oh, well, it's really important that some of these kids are disadvantaged. It gives them something to do after school. It keeps them, yeah. What, what, keeps them out you, of the game. Yeah, it keeps them out of the game. Keeps gang. them out of trouble. <laughs> yeah. And then she eventually gets convinced by Esmeralda by... I don't really know why, but she does. <laughs> and then Daisy and Yolanda are like, ooh, dance team? I think we could get out of detention if we tell the principal we're going to join the dance team. So they join the dance team to get out of the detention. Yes. And and the one's really good, though. The one's, like, the best. But yes, Daisy is very good, as the teacher, Miss Bartlett, saw in her class because she yes. was dancing. So then when it comes to the team having tryouts, first off, Mrs. Bartlett is laying out a bunch of rules. She's super strict, like... You gotta have this high of grades. You can't have long nails or jewelry. So all these girls in attendance, there's a big crowd. Big crowd. Probably lose about over half. Yeah, they get thinned out over time because she she seems like a Miss Bartlett, more like Miss Bitch. (laughs) In my notes, a lot of the time I just wrote her down as Mrs. B. Oh. So (laughs) take it anyway. Then there's some goofy scene where the basketball team is sharing the gym with them. And, and and the principal is the coach of the basketball team because never he wants to keep them out again. of the gangs. The principal's a great guy. And I feel like a lot of the basketball team was like white, actually. A lot of the players. I didn't pay attention. But something I did pay attention to is how the first girl is trying to dance to her music for her tryout. And immediately the stereo gets comically hit by a basketball but it doesn't fall off just like the whole front of the it whole, the whole front casing the panel just completely falls <laughs> that off that was so weird seems very much like maybe in wrestling people talk about the the tables being set up for people to fall through they get scored no. or whatever so they break easily this was very much a breakaway stereo yeah but that means they go and have a kind of a funny little thing where they go to the auto garage. Shop. Yeah, they're like they're playing the music out of the through. car stereo. Yeah, which and it's not really clear when this movie takes place. Sometime after the big dot com crash. Yeah, sometimes after like ninety four. Yeah, something. sometimes after ninety four because I saw. Um, like their school won some like I don't know a state tournament or but whatever. But still pretty nice for a, a car at maybe this poor school to yeah. have a CD player in it. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, the gym wasn't bad. Like they, they had a gym. They have a nice track. <laughs> I mean, most schools have a well, gym, whether they're poor or not. Not all schools have a nice track. So so then there's kind of a mixture of the styles in the tryouts. Yeah, like a whole bunch of stuff, like some 50s, some like meringue stuff, some yeah, I don't mariachi or whole bunch yeah, of, meringue. Yeah. Like some hip hop. Just, yeah, just Yolanda dances stuff. to some very 80s sounding pop and she's kind of, I don't know, I'm not a, Doing I'm not the a dance person, but yeah, robot. kind of pop and locking yeah, sort of thing. Drop in. She seemed pretty good at dancing in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and then Esmeralda does some kind of interpretive dance very hoity-toity yeah, highbrow like stuff reaching and for the star even miss bartlett's a bit like yeah okay yeah, yeah it was yeah. very much napoleon dynamite yeah, at the beginning of the, the flying hands or whatever love that. some say love and then daisy the tryouts end and the mrs bartlett says oh i'll get back to you guys in a couple of days or whatever and daisy says well i didn't dance Miss Bartlett said, mm-hmm, I saw you dancing the other day. Yes. Uh, I should actually mention that Mrs. Bartlett is played by the voice actress of Meg in Hercules. Yes. Which really threw me off because I, I, I like Hercules a lot and I've listened to, you know, 
don't say I'm in love or whatever the song she her main song in that movie a lot. So, so that's why you it really like I was like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> were, were there any do you remember any other notable characters she might have voiced? Uh, it looked like she had some acting roles in the dubs of Spirited Away and Porco Rosso, the two so that's, Miyazaki that's, movies. That's pretty big. But I don't know if that's what I recognized her from. Oh. Eventually, I put it together that it was Megara from Hercules. Okay. So, so that's both the TV show and the movies? Yeah, I don't know if they always got all of the same actresses, but I feel yeah, like maybe for her, since she wasn't, but that was still in the time. Kind before. of a main character. That was like the second, maybe yeah, not Yeah, that second. was still that of was an a... era where Disney did not have a bunch of kind of stunt casting. Yeah. It was, I mean, technically it was still after Aladdin that had Robin Williams, but still before, or I guess I don't know if it was before Pocahontas, which famously had Mel Gibson in it. I wonder if she voices her character in like Kingdom Hearts 2. I want to say if she doesn't, it certainly sounds very close. Anyways, where were we? Mrs. B is a total hard ass, and once it comes to the first practice, she makes them all run on the track. Yeah, so they build not up once, stamina. but twice. Two laps. And then they start talking about the routine and how they're going to design it, and all the girls are kind of dancing and doing their thing, and then Mrs. B's like, mm, nah, how about something like this? And the girls are like, Grandma, yeah, get off the Grandma, stage. Yes. So she's kind of having trouble connecting with them. Daisy says, nah, we're going to do it my way. She starts to show off. She's doing a bunch of complicated spins and And, twirls. Mi- and then Miss B's like, this is why. Because you're a drama queen. Well, because she was, all the girls were like, I can't do that. Yeah. Stop. You're trying to show off, Daisy. And show there's all off. this drama starting. Yes. And then Mrs. B's, that's why you need me. Yeah. Well, she's like, I get your point. I think Daisy said, I get your point. I'm after queen the girls bitch were... around here. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Mrs. B's going to design their routine. And then it's basically their first competition. <laughs> yeah, they wanted to do all the basics. And I, I don't know, yeah, what was the reason for even doing the first competition? Uh, I don't know, lesson? I can't, yeah, maybe, yeah. It doesn't like necessarily just... jive with what happens later on. No. So it's here where, based on our intro, you can tell that there is a cheerleading connection to yeah. this movie. But it's a dance team, but they're still, they have pom-poms, they yeah. have... They don't actually have uniforms yet. They're just using their gym clothes because no. they can't find the old team's uniforms. Dusty. But they're doing kind of cheers. And most of the time they're just dancing, but they still start off with some cheers and whatnot. Yeah. So it's just kind of weird. But it did allow me to still use the intro I had planned out for this movie. Perfect. And I'm like, hopefully it's not just interpretive dance or something. Exactly. The whole time. We should also mention that this is apparently based on a true story. Yeah, and they we, we just get a little blurb at the end. Yeah, I don't know if it even like, shows up at the beginning of the movie. No, based but on it, a true story. Like they the IMDb trivia, one of the few trivia things posted about this movie, is it's one of the rare DCOMs. Based, based on, on a, true a true story. story. Not to mention uh, Double Team, Miracle in Lane 2, The Ultimate Christmas Present. Halloween Town. <laughs> Yeah, I guess there isn't that many. (laughs) So then Daisy kind of seems to be the team captain. She's probably literally the oldest because she's probably 26. And I don't think any of the actresses are that 10 years, 10 years, they're elder. But she's kind of hyping them up. No. But then before they're going out, they see another team. Yeah, they're seeing all these teams and they see they have nice uniforms. They're like, who are they? And then then, then this team kind of does like this cheer in front of them. I don't know. I, I don't think they were trying to mock them. 
I think they were just like... If this was a different, more cynical movie, it would have come yes. off as, oh, this is a rich white girl's school, yeah. and they're kind of cheering and be like, yeah, good luck, but they're really looking down on them. But no. Yes, it's not, because later in the movie, the girls do the same cheer. And you thought it would like be team. them doing it sarcastically, but no, but, but it's, it's not. completely so genuine. It's, yeah, it's like a good luck out there kind of thing. So this school that they first see that goes out ahead of time is called Rolling Hills, and they're yeah. really good. They're rolling. To the point where Esmeralda starts to get like sick to her stomach, and she doesn't think she's going to be able to go, go out. You would very much think this was going to be set up as their rival team. Yeah. It's no, not. They're never seen again. Means nothing. And then Miss B's like, just that vomit in your mouth, just swallow it. It's probably just nerves, and we're going to go out there and rock, and we're going to roll. She does not actually say, you're vomit, but <laughs> yeah, that is a bit, essentially the speech that is given to them. And then they start out dancing. Esmeralda's kind of out of sync. She's not following everybody else. And eventually she bumps into Daisy, which causes Daisy to throw down her pom-poms and storm off and... The crowd just kind of claps. It's like, okay, yeah. show over. Yeah, they're not impressed. So then uh, Daisy basically quits the team or says she wants to quit and she'll and, end and up quitting. Some some girl's parents were there for this yeah, one. Yeah, this girl is and named just Alyssa, like, she, who is even more minor than like Yolanda in yeah, the grand scheme And she just doesn't have any friends. Her parents wanted to do this. Cause... And her parents are in the audience and she tells us, Morelda, I, this is the most embarrassing day of my life, and my parents were here. <laughs> and they're behind her, like it's not that they bad. Come up. It's not that bad. You got to learn. You got to start somewhere. But these parents are probably the worst actors in the movie. Yeah. Where they're just, no, that was so great. <laughs> you guys were the best. So then Daisy has quit the team for now. Yeah, and then Esmeralda, as they're getting onto the bus. She's like, Mrs. B, do you fucking hate us or something? <laughs> you hate coaching us? Yeah. Oh, no. Why would you get that impression? Because uh, you're a bitch. You're holding out on us. But clearly. it's more that, yeah, she they sense some hidden potential because within Juilliard, Mrs. B. Juilliard. That is true. Ain't no, not any Joe Schmo. No. Or Martlett Bartlett getting into Martlett Bartlett. Juilliard. So Daisy is... She's at the school with Chewie for some reason. I think it's to pick up stuff she had in the locker room. The locker room. Or whatever. Room. Well, th- yeah, like it was like her bag. Like I thought like it was going to get like deep, like into like they're in the locker room. He's like, You got it? She's like, Yeah, I got it. Like I thought it was going to be like drugs or something weird. Like and then really. He says, Hey, girl, you know what you're going to do for me later? Treat <laughs> me to burgers. Yes. It was like I thought it was definitely like going somewhere. Yeah, like It's definitely not it, even PG. It's just G in yeah. this movie. But they hear music. And then she's like, who the hell is going to be here uh-huh? on a Saturday? Who the? What? Saturday. What and we see Mrs. B out there in the gym, cutting a rug, busting him a move. She's looking a little like it's, I mean, she's looking good. As Chewie says, she's hot. Chewie's like, whoa. Hold off on those burgers. I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> but no, like she's dancing really good, and eventually, you know, her and Chewie leave. And but... Daisy gets so fucking pissed. yeah. Well, well, because she's like realizing that okay, she is actually really good. Why isn't she teaching us these moves? And and what I was thinking during that time is like, oh, maybe not. Don't get mad because she's probably putting together a routine for them, which I think she is. Like that's obviously yeah, like it what seems, it is. Uh, very much kind of. Not quite to the same extent of Cadet Kelly's friend being mad at her for having yeah. other friends, but it's very forced drama. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and Miss B finishes, like, the dance. She just, like, I don't know, she kind of just crumbles on the ground and cries. 
But uh, Daisy we, has already left. Yeah, so she doesn't, so she see, doesn't that. see that. But like yeah. later, we we hear why that happened. Exactly. It didn't really make any sense Mrs. at the time. B is the deepest character. Yeah, it's true. B stands for bottomless. How oh. deep her character is. Oh my. So then Mrs. B asks Daisy to rejoin the team, and she does, but she first calls her out for hiding her dancing. Yeah. Which the rest of the team kind of were like, yeah, why would you do that? Or they they seem mad that it's like they knew she had dancing background, and like she was still showing some skills to them. I don't know. It just seemed weird why they were so mad about it. Yeah. I would, well, think, I would be like, oh, sick. Well, now you can teach see, us this cool stuff. Because they, they wanted to go from zero knowledge to... You know, let's win nationals knowledge and dancing. And she wasn't, you know, you have, Will they you have get to work to nationals? on nationals. Yes. Will they win nationals? Exactly. Who can know? Who knows? Maybe the last couple sentences at the end of the movie. <laughs> Post freeze frame. Yes. So then she starts bringing more of her expertise into the practices. And then, oh, I guess Daisy hadn't shown up to rejoin the team. But now at this point she does. Oh, what? Yes, be- That's because, crazy. Because she sees them practicing, right? And then here she comes strolling I in. I can't believe Daisy came back to rejoin the team. That is such an unexpected twist. Yeah. Then the team wants to go to their next competition. But Mrs. B doesn't want them Doesn't to go. think they're ready. Even though she just threw them into one with only like two weeks of practice. Exactly. So they're pissed about that because they, they have gotten better. You know, they want to prove that they've gotten better. To and how do they decide to prove that? They put on some music through some shenanigans where yes. they distract the secretary of the principal. They go to the secretary. They ask for Miss B's uh, mailbox. So she comes out of the office while another girl sneaks into the the mic room, the, the PA, system, PA room. system room. They play the music. They put the CD on. And then they, they, they throw the a key. Yes, they throw yeah. a key away. It's like a whole thing. All in service to then at the lunch area, the music comes on and the, however many dancers are there, Daisy, Yolanda, and like no. a couple others I think are there. And they start dancing. And again, everybody's fucking loving this they shit. They love it. And the is, does Miss B see them dancing, right? She does. She's outside, but the principal is inside trying to get into the... Says, what is this racket? Yeah. Who put this on? He's trying to get into the PA system room. And I just had to think of my relatively socially awkward self in high school. If there was just a <laughs> random dance party <laughs> at our lunchroom, I would not be... And like People were like coming up close to us and be like... Uh, <laughs> Thank this you. Is, Move along. This is weird. Reminded me of my aunt, who is gay. At her wedding, they had belly dancers. Oh. And uh, I was. They were just, in your face? They were like going down the hall Ooh. or not the, the aisle. And my aunt owns a coffee shop. So it was not like. And they got married in the coffee shop. So it was not a very big space. But they went down the one aisle and then were up in front. And I was. Since I was family, I was sitting a little bit closer to the front. And I'm like. I am very uncomfortable <laughs> right now. Like, who, where am I supposed to look? What is Mom, Dad, are you still here? Yeah. This is my nightmare. Luckily, I was able to dip out pretty quickly after that. This is weird. I felt like the way I felt was, because I wasn't really involved 
were my my aunts got married pretty quickly after meeting each other so there's all these people that i did not know (laughs) and it felt like i was showing up to the series finale of a television show that i had never seen there's all these characters with these relationships and who are you people that i have no idea about and then you hadn't even met your aunt's partner before (laughs) only actually a couple of times and then oh belly dancers this is wild what michael scott's back this is insane Uh, so anyways uh mrs b is not happy that they're dancing because even though everybody likes it she doesn't think they're ready to do this they're not ready because they don't respect their coach and my me being their coach i said yeah fuck you you ain't going to this competition and it's not yeah i think now mrs b is pissed that's more of the reason yes that i think or is she using that as an excuse that they went behind her back? Or is it her just trying to hide her insecurities? I think, well, I think it's more both. She's using it as an excuse to hide her insecurities. Yes. So they get the box of old uniforms. All dust. They open it up. Bats fly out of this box. And they say they're really lame. But the sister, make, they, like you said, somebody's sister had just used it not that long ago. Yeah, so... They're they're acting like they're ancient and they didn't they've look never bad. been seen. They're just basically no, cheerleaders. Yeah, they're not bad, but they want to spice it up. We gotta they, make some alterations. They want, they want to kick it up. We gotta kick gotta it up. Gotta kick it up. So they make some alterations and just add, I don't know, some gold strings or yeah. fuzziness yeah, the, 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 trim they, to it. Yes. And I, at first I thought they were all just gonna be like unique uniforms, but they all just get like a little band. They're all the same. They're not like too pimped out. Pimp my, pimp my cheerleading dress. (laughs) Starring exhibit. No, starring Chewy. (laughs) Yeah. What if Chewy was there like, yeah, yeah, I should add some sparkles. So let me get this. I hear you really like dinosaurs. So I turned your cheerleader outfit (laughs) into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. You're Jack from uh, Get a Clue. (laughs) I I can only do a couple acts. And and, and we didn't talk about their accents, which they feel like they kind of maybe come and go throughout the movie. Some of them are like deeper than others. It is kind of... I mean, it's likely that most of the actresses are not first-generation yeah. Mexican or but Spanish people. They Spanish need to come Americans. off as, you know, not rich, hoity-toity, you know, yeah. and, Hispanic you know, women. a little Latina flavor to oh, it. Flavor. <laughs> Ooh, spicy <Sure>. Disney <laughs> So exotic. Yes. Uh, so they make those changes to their outfits, and then they come up with a plan that they're going to go to the competition on their own. Yeah. Esmeralda submits the papers because they just keep them in the office, and she so steals she, them. Yeah, steals. How are we going to get there? Oh, Chewie and his guys his will give us rides. And Chewie looks like a little older. He doesn't look too young, but he doesn't look like he's 40. But, I was really... but his friends were like 10. <laughs> his friends look like they're 10. And I was really <laughs> expecting it was going to be like, they all get pulled over and they don't have their licenses. No, it's gonna be like in Veronica Mars, where Chewie's like Weevil, who's part of this uh, Mexican like biker gang. Dang. But no, it's just a couple of guys. One I think is just a skinny, yeah, young-looking white yeah. guy, and it's it goofy. Whatever. But they get to the they're, competition. They're probably guys that work at his shop with him or something. I yeah. would guess. So they get there. They're able to get past the registration because they're just they say, "Oh, our coach is in the bathroom." She told us to sign in, and the lady at registration says, oh, that sounds perfectly reasonable to yeah. me. Well, yeah. I don't want to wait 30 seconds for this person to finish going to the bathroom. And that's never really, there's no repercussions from that at the tournament. No, there's lots of situations that feel like, oh, there's some They're kind of tension here. Yeah. Something's going to go wrong, and that's going to teach them a lesson. 
They do nothing. But no, it keeps getting like pushed back, and then once it happens, it's just like, oh, well, that would have probably happened no matter anyways. what. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. Because one of those things is, oh, who's going to put our disc in to be played? Because that's what our They're talking about does. that, and then they look at the entrance. Here comes Chewie what walking a hero. in with his buds. By buds, you mean friends. I said buds. Yeah. Not not bloods. Oh, I thought you. I thought you. I thought, <laughs> I you, thought heard... you meant some of those those sweet oh, some sticky buds. buds. He's smoking or his it up. Buds. Oh man! So yeah, they get him to do it, and it's like, oh, is he gonna play the wrong song? Is he gonna yeah, like not like, time it out right? Nope, he plays it's it perfectly fine. fine. It works perfectly. They dance perfectly. There is one funny scene where before they go on, we get to see another team dance, and this is where they do the same cheer from the beginning. Where yeah. we thought they were being mocked, but it's more like a supportive thing. But then we cut away to Alyssa, the kind of richer, nicer girl, who's rubbing petroleum jelly on all the teeth. teeth. And we just cut to her rubbing it on somebody's teeth with like a Q-tip. And she just says, it's petroleum jelly. <laughs> and then we cut back to the girls dancing. Well, I, I was really hoping that was the only yeah. thing we saw. And, and she said to one of them who didn't like it on there, like, It'll help you smile. And she's like, I can smile without it. See? Yeah. yeah. So they do explain it, but I would have loved yeah. it if it just left at, it's petroleum gel. Like, yeah, it was weird. And then Marisol, who is a character that I haven't really mentioned, but she is somebody who is mostly, she is a first generation, I think, where she, English is her second language. So she speaks in Spanish a lot. And she comes up with the, this. Si se puede. Si se puede. Yes. The rallying cry of the team. Si se puede. Which later on we learn means let's go. Yeah. And not, we gotta kick gotta it up. Gotta kick it up. <laughs> we si gotta kick it up. And she got Cisipuede from her grandmother. Yes, her abuelita. Abuelita. So then Daisy is pumping up the team because she's the de- kind of de facto captain. And they go and perform and they do very well. Yeah, like like we were expecting them to maybe, f- like I think they're on a stage something and like maybe like fall off or like just all stumble or just get into a fight again but nothing dressed up as santa claus (laughs) somebody kicks the stereo and it starts Uh, repeating but then Lindsay lohan sings the song everybody loves i love it but nope they do really well and then to the point that one of the judges is a scout for well they they, they also win third place they win third yep they get a trophy and before they leave, Daisy gets scouted by uh, the dean of a performing arts school. And says, "Oh, I would love for you to come to the school." Oh well, I probably can't afford it. We well, have we got a scholarship for you. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh tits! What's gonna come of this? Who knows? But they get back to school and they're all very uh, nonchalantly showing up in the cars. Of I honestly don't Jimmy remember what everybody. happens because of it. Like at the end of the movie, uh, Alyssa's parents are there. There's only two parents that are gonna pick up the kids, and then they come up. And they're, they're celebrating about the third place trophy. Where are the school buses? Where are the buses? You're adding too much emotion. Where are the school buses? Do you know what time it is? Where is Mrs. Bartlett? This is out of control. And, accurate, more accurate. Oh yes. no, mom and dad, I'm gonna be grounded for life. life. Again, this is Alyssa, a character who that are is these not very boys? Important. Do you know these boys? They could be dangerous. They look like they aren't even old enough to drive a car, <laughs> and that's actually accurate. <laughs> as as they pan to the two ten year old, <laughs> one is trying to comb out his little bit of peach fuzz on his upper <laughs> lip or something. Oh. So the parents are pissed. Esmeralda, who 
has we've seen her parents in like one other scene. She goes home. They they are worried that yes, the the Miss Bartlett will find out. They're worried that the principal will find out, and then they're kind of like, oh, like is this gonna maybe break up the dance team? Like they're worried. Yeah. Of the parents again, a kind like, of tension. So this situation, you would thought, oh, maybe they'll screw up or something bad will happens, and that's why their parents find out. No, nope, everything goes great. The parents find out still, and the, they're mad. So like the only that one, no matter what, the only one that really is hurt by this is miss b well i was going to mention with esmeralda's parents we get two scenes with them and the second one they're mad oh, because yes. she was supposed to babysit their and give them for dinner them. for the second time <laughs> yeah and she says i work so hard for this family why can't i just have like one special thing and like that's it we never see your parents again no that's the end so i feel and I, then, like, I know what they were going for, but they just didn't have enough time in the movie to really justify having was, that scene. Was, was, this was her, too, that said this is, like, the first time I've been happy or something. Or something, like, something, something very dramatic. And then her parents feel, like, guilty, like, oh, maybe we should just let her have yeah, this. Yeah, she walks away and says, well, they did get a trophy. But she, yeah, they do say that. She did get a trophy. The dad says that, right? Uh, uh, somewhere, yeah. When I wanted the other parent to be like, but, but it was only third place. So she probably should be grown. But our son didn't get dinner. He needs <laughs> to be fed. He is a growing boy. Uh, so, yes, Mrs. B, uh, we learned that she knows because Daisy goes to Mrs. B's house, presumably to discuss the scholarship situation yes well it's but then to, mrs b is like i'm pissed again i'm always pissed yes well she, she i think she goes there to rat out on her and her friends right like the team uh, i don't think it's clear i think she was just going because she wanted to because she's coming in well she's looking. like i have something to tell you and then she's like oh i know i got the call i think yeah. she i think she yeah she was gonna like she was gonna talk to her about the scholarship like maybe but then she gets interrupted or intercepted and then uh, Mrs. B is talking about, oh, again, you guys yeah, from a call from the can't parents, trust me. You don't from respect the friends. me. So then they kind of have it out for a bit. And this is where we get the big dump Reveal. about Mrs. Bartlett's character where she was ever since the age of four. All I wanted to do was dance. But her parents just told her she was garbage, that she would she needs to do better. I, I wrote she had daddy issues, but then I yeah. kind of, I was only half listening. Her but parents yes, always told her she was issues. never good enough. She always needed to be better. I don't think they believed in her when she went to Juilliard. She believed in herself, so she went to Juilliard. But then she saw how great everybody else was, so she, she quit. imposter syndrome. And this is where she says, I don't know where you girls got this idea that, you know, I graduated with the degree. You only saw that I graduated, not from Juilliard. I only went to Juilliard for two weeks. Then I went and got a job on the internet. Yes. But then my dot-com business <laughs> went up. It folded. And Jesus, I got a teaching folded. job. True yeah. story. True yeah. story. It happened. She had an internet job. With, inter- with Google. Yeah. She was a founder. Google went bust in this weird alternate reality. Bing. Bing. Uh, the alpha. Bing will never die. <laughs> She basically says it was not, she didn't want them to go to the competition because she didn't believe in them. She didn't believe in herself. Yes. Oh, Mrs. B. When do we... Now, you, now you're making me feel bad. This Mrs. might be jumping B. way far ahead, but when do we get her, like, talk with, like, her other um, internet friend? Is that, like, way ahead? Eh, I, I do have it in my notes. Okay. That comes up. Yeah, it, I, comes up that? in the last 20 to 30 minutes of the movie. Be like, this is un- this is weird. Here's a new problem that might arise. Yes, is she going to leave her team? Is her team so going to be without a coach? There's so issues in this movie that get wrapped up in almost the next scene. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> 
Mrs. B is back in that she is she goes and talks to Alyssa's parents and then they're just like, okay, this is really important to her. We won't tell the principal. No. Oh, cool. That got solved quickly. Everybody's back on the team and loves each other. No problems. There's never any problems with this team. Everything's so the team's coochie. back together. We've gotten through the late stage drama, second act drama or whatever. What do we no. have now? Cue the montage of a bunch of practicing, bunch of competitions, and also just like classes in school. Yes. And at the end of that, uh, Mrs. B talks to Daisy again about the, or uh, not again. She finally talks to Daisy about the scholarship. Yeah. And Daisy's like, eh, I don't know if I want to take it, especially because Chewie, he's riding my ass, but yeah. not in the good way anymore. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, like Chewie was definitely pissed. He's like, there's no time. You want to do dance all the time. We never have any time to be with each other. No more. You're supposed to treat me to burgers. Burgers. I'm seriously missing out on burger time. He's pissed. Because that's what girls and boys do when they're in a relationship. They eat burgers. They eat a lot together. of burgers. Like, uh, But they do it like Lady in the Tramp. They eat the burger on two sides. Right at the lettuce. They're nibbling on the lettuce and they just finally meet in the middle. But Mrs. B's like, uh, what grade is he in? Oh, well, he's not. He's he not in a out. grade. Well, he sounds like a big fuck up and that his future is basically decided for him. But you're a good dancer. You got your whole future There's ahead of you. There's hope for you. Don't miss out on these opportunities just because of a boy. A boy. And then, uh, hey, we made regionals. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe it? So in this case, we kind of eventually put it together that regionals in this case does not mean just like part of California, it seems to be more multiple states in yes. a region. Yes. And this is where <laughs> they come back from a competition and they announce that we made regionals. Chewie's there to pick up Daisy. Says, yeah. oh, fuck, you made regionals? This shit's not over? Oh, shit, here we go again. Here we go. <laughs> and then he breaks up with her because essentially he's jealous of Daisy that she's spending all this time in dance. She's being successful. Eventually, later on, he reveals that he feels that he's being left behind by her. Yeah. Daisy goes home. She's a little sad, but she calls up the the dean of that school to accept the scholarship or say she's still interested or whatever. But, oh, no, there's another problem. We can't go to regionals because we our school's too goddamn poor. $1,200, I believe it is. Because San Diego's outside of our district, so we got to get a waiver. And, oh, my God. And then I jokingly said, again, this would be in a very different kind of movie. But I'm like, well, these cheerleading girls, maybe they got to have a car Car wash. wash. But they do have literally a car like the, wash. the next line. The next line we hear is, "Let's do a car wash." And then I think they see, you know, like a bake sale and stuff like that. But before that, we get a little extra drama. So this one isn't immediately solved this problem because we get a different problem where Mrs. B comes up and she meets up with a guy from her yes. internet past. Yes, where he comes and says, like, "Oh, what are you doing?" He's like, "How much they paying you?" Whatever they're paying you, you, I double. You a teacher? I double what they pay hey, you. Hey, I got this guy, Bobby. He's the biggest guy on the web. He's working on the Facebook. <laughs> He's got this huge project. He wants a customer service director. <laughs> I recommended him to him. You. You're the you're the best in the biz. You're, you're the best, you're the best. customer service person. That, that's what he says. Like she must have been really good. And then somehow I don't even know how. The team all learns that she had a job interview. Yeah. So now they're all riled up they're again. They're pissed. <laughs> they're very up and down, very roller coaster of emotion with these That's girls. weird. They're all arguing. She's going to leave us. We were just a paycheck to her. No, she wouldn't do that. She's coming back. And then Mrs. B shows up. She interrupts them and says, 
Well, I guess you already know that I took an interview for a job. Oh, you're leaving us behind. It was a very generous offer with good benefits, dental, eye care. <laughs> uh, but I turned it down. Turn it down oh for you. Oh my god! And they they start. Who could have seen this turn of events happening? Oh, this, is, this is true events, though. Somebody was really like happened. this thoughtful. Bobby was the biggest guy on the web. <laughs> we know him better now as Bobby Internet. Bobby Internet, yeah. Bobby Bobby Bing, they call him. <laughs> but again, that would not mean he's the biggest person on the web. His name is actually uh, like Kim.com. He's Kim. Bobby.com. Yeah, .com himself. So <laughs> then we get another problem because Yolanda's failing math. Oh, no. Oh, yes. If she's failing math, she can't be on the team. And then Mrs. B's like, hey, we're having this car wash principle. What if she counts up these dollar bills one at a time and she's perfect? I'll double check her work. If she's perfect counting can the money. Can she get like a D then? She can get extra credit for the D. And then the principal's like, yeah, I'll talk to her teacher. I think it'll be fine. And he's like, if, if she don't do good, I'll give her the D myself. <laughs> Shut up. That was good. So this She's is, 26. It's this okay. Is more than a car wash. It's basically like a street festival where there's vendors it's fun. selling like, food. I was digging it. They and... got like some music. They got like pinatas hanging from the skies. Oh. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> it was a big But apparently uh, they are still $100 short. They're, a, they're 100 short. And then here comes good old Chewbacca with rolling a, up with like nine. He's like, I got nine cars. How much is nine cars going to cost me? And they're like Only $85. Yolanda's like, oh, that's like. Fifty dollars well, off, fi- no, no Yolanda. Well, Fifteen short, and he's like, "Yo, can you wax it?" <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, well, can you, you better wax, can you wax Yolanda. I was making a joke that Yolanda was bad at math. Oh, uh, so yeah, then it's all solved, and then it's it's the big game. Yeah, the big game. They got all their money. She counted it up dollar by dollar. Well, and the thing is, part of the money that they were raising was to get new uniforms. So really, I don't even remember seeing them. I don't remember, like, noticing them having new uniforms, well, to be honest. they wore them, and they were different. Were they better? Yeah. Maybe. They gotta. They gotta kick it they up gotta with kick the uniforms. It up. <laughs> so, it was like, well, if they didn't need you new uniforms, even if they were $100 short, it wouldn't they have still matter. would have been Like, just one girl on. doesn't get a new one. <laughs> it's Yolanda. You actually <laughs> failed math. So, uh, Daisy's scout, or the dean of that school is there. So, Daisy... Sitting front row, ready. She's nervous. Yeah, and we Daisy's see it. really nervous. We see it. And then Mrs. B goes and tells her, hey, I know what you're going through. You're feeling like you can't do this. You're scared. Yeah. You're a fraud. Forget and about all of that. Forget about the school. Forget about winning the competition. Just dance. Just kick it up. Why, remember why you love to dance, and that's why you're dancing. Yes, yes. she says. You just gotta kick it up. Kick it up. Kick it the fuck up. Si se puede. And yep. we, I don't think we've brought up how many times we hear that throughout the movie. No. It's a lot. As many times as we... it's not just like one. It's like, si se puede, si se puede, si se puede, si se puede, si se puede. As many times as we've said gotta kick it up is how many times, at times two that they've said si se puede yes. in the movie. It's a lot. So then the performance starts and Daisy's a little stiff. She's a little slow to start the dance. And she stops mid-dance. Well, she never like point. starts. And then, I don't know, they like bump into her and then eventually she starts dancing. Well, then she's like, she's like the, she's like the show. Yes. Uh, just imagine Jacob's <laughs> dance moves for this audio. That just format. happened. Uh, I'm dancing. They, it's a, actually a pretty long dance sequence. Yeah. And but... they, they use like, you know, it, it's the same songs that they use at their other meet, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an entirely different routine. Few songs. 
And I don't, I don't know, how long would you say we get dance montages throughout the movie? I'm very poor at estimating this because Cadet minutes? Kelly, I'm like, this is Forever. four minutes long. But yeah, probably at least ten, yeah. I'd say. But yeah, and it's a longer that's one. That's a significant portion of the total movie's wrong time. Because yeah. this is another one that's just 84-ish or so minutes. Yes. They finish the routine. The crowd cheers. There's even some people like dancing in the audience. Yeah, no, like there are people getting up out of the stands and feeling the yeah, beat. There's a and fucking riot on hand. I think this is where we see Miss B, um, Colonel, and Chewie all sitting together. And mysterious. Why would Chewie be sitting next to the prince? I think they had a talk. So we get closure with Chewie. Thank God. I couldn't le- stand <laughs> Daisy not getting back together with his total fucking high school delinquent <laughs> burnout. But he's not going to be that no. for maybe. Because he says, hey, I was worried that I was going to be left behind by you because you were so good at, you're so fucking good at kicking it up. Yeah. But you know what? I'm not going to get left behind because I'm going back to No school. child left behind. And I don't know. He's at least 16 because yeah. he has a driver's kn- license. So, so maybe who knows he goes he... back to school. Maybe he just gets a GED. But do we ever is committed. Do we ever know if the girl goes to that school? No. That is not in the, the one sentence or two yeah. at the end like, of the movie. Does she... Does she talk to that lady at the end? Does she even talk to her? I don't think so. Yeah. Because like, the end of this movie is very abrupt. We get the closure oh, with Chewie. Ju- yes. Because we can't not have that. We see them in the waiting area where the other teams are just doing their dance routine again. And it's like really obnoxious. Yeah. And then the principal pops out with the camera. They pose for the picture. And then... They jump for the, sk- the We skies. see them from an aerial shot. They throw their pom-poms up in the air. Jump up. Freeze frame. frame. We see That's it. cut to black lines. It says two lines like they won third place. No, they got second place. Or second place. And went on to nationals. And that's it. And we don't know how they did at nationals. No it's, idea. It's another one where it's kind of weird, like double teamed, where those girls eventually did go into the WNBA. But at least we saw them. We, we got like a call yeah. back to them in but it. But really, and saw it's them kind of like, well, actually, the WNBA started a lot later for them. Yeah. So they weren't really able to play very much. I just wonder how they come across this story about this dance team. What is so special about this story? I mean, it just sounds like it could happen anywhere. It could have happened to me. It could have happened. I could have been Yolanda (laughs) failing math and eating Reese's peanut butter cups. (laughs) So that's... That's it. Gotta kick it up. Nothing too crazy. Nothing... It wasn't like we weren't exhausted by the movie. The dances were fun. The music was was fun. I was kicked up. Yeah. I was rare and ready to go. No, it was it was pretty middle of the road. And it, it wasn't like, you know, the color of friendship were like, it was serious. It wasn't like a serious No, there movie. wasn't really any greater, like, social issues really addressed besides those no. comments from the principal being like, oh, got to keep him out of the gangs. Yeah, and they're probably just like, you know, we just haven't had a dance movie in a while. Our last Our dance ever. movie did well. Yeah, so it was a little more... Even for these Disney Channel original movies, sports movies, this one was even a little more bland because yeah. it brings in all of that, ooh, uppity white lady trying to reach the kids and teach them a lesson. And, oh, they do learn. And, oh, and it says later so Miss B was seen on Dances with the Stars season yeah. 12. She oh. went on to be an animated movie. And who knows? Like, did she ever get back into her tech stuff? Who knows? That's what I really want to know. Yeah. Like, after this... I mean, if this was a sports anime, her getting that scholarship would be a big deal because she is leaving the team behind. Because, yeah, next year, what happens? Daisy's probably off the team. 
Well, Miss B's like, well, Daisy was the best one. Fuck Cup, it. I'm going to go be them. a customer service lady for Bobby.com. There's probably a couple that are pregnant. Chewy. Okay. Might have came in, you know, on the boys. So, uh, what about the colonel? It's not one I feel. It's not. Yeah. It's. I have hard. I'm having a hard time saying anything it's, about this. It's lower than middle of the pack, I think. It's not. It's not yeah. terrible. Yeah. It's not like good. I don't know. It was okay. Yeah, I've uh, I've railed against giving ratings to these movies, but since I rate them on five. my letterbox, a, a bland five out of ten. I'd say it's yeah, it's a two and a half stars out of five. It's yeah. But speaking of my letterbox account, fat underscore tomato, you can go there if you want to see my continually updated list. Can you see if people see your stuff? Uh, I don't think you can. <clears throat> continually updating my ranking of Disney Channel original movies, which I feel a little bad about. Do because you, I did you say you do little write-ups on them too or no? I could, but I'm not going to because uh, I have this podcast thing called a podcast <laughs> where yeah. I talk very long yeah. about these movies. No, but you want to guess? Maybe my I'll read off my top ten. Oh, what do you think my number one movie is? Or actually, God, I'll read off my top ten descending, and, to and I'll them. give you my. You'll guess the top five. Oh boy. So this was one I had a I struggled a bit with based on my memories of movies versus when I originally rated them because I can see what I rated them oh. and some of my initial ranking of them because I did it when I was at work one day and an extra time. So and then did, I started did, putting them in. I'm like, well, actually, I rated this one higher. So in the moment, I mm-hmm. like this one better than maybe I feel now. Oh. But with that being said, number 10. So out of 38 that we've watched, to let you know... My least favorite is Ready to Run. That is number 38, and I don't really see that one getting dethroned at any time. Uh, number 37 is Johnny Tsunami. Oh. Uh, number 36, I decided You Lucky Dog was better than Johnny Tsunami, mostly Damn. because of the end of the movie. And Johnny uh, Tsunami that low? Wow. The Poof Point is number 35. <laughs> so that's just a, a taste of some of the Jeez. lower tier ones. Those are some of my opera ones. Those are the fun. The Poof Point? That was a fun one. <laughs> I mean, it was a fun episode. I, I think I, it was I think a fun. That's our, I think that's probably our most fun episode. Because the the Reagan man. All right, so number ten for yes, me. Yes. Uh, very recent one I put as True Confessions. As number ten. Number ten. Oh. Number nine, and I recognize this one is not necessarily as good as others, but I enjoyed it for two words. Chaz Anthony. Number nine mm. is genius. Number eight. Another recent, maybe surprising one, Twas the Night. Yeah, I Brian enjoyed Cranston. that one a lot. Motocross, number seven. Wow, that's an old one. I thought that one did a lot of unique stuff and kind of made me feel some things. <laughs> I, I didn't know how to Whoa. deal with. About girls with short hair? About girls that, uh, guys that look like girls and maybe I'm getting some feelings about Yikes. Number six, Phantom of the Megaplex. That was a good one. Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney factored in very highly to Movie Mason or Maven or whatever. Number five, The Color of Friendship. You know, it's one that is probably the best one. Okay. But it's still not like the one I like the most or that I enjoy the most. No. Oh, so sorry. That's the top four. Okay, let's guess the top four. What do you think is in the top four? I I don't even know. You, you see, you can't even probably remember some of the movies no. we've watched. No, I, if, if I look through a list, I could probably, I could probably, should I pull up the decom list here? No, just, just guess something. I don't remember, I don't remember any titles, like, off the top of my head. You can't put me on the spot like you this. You can, the, the one, at least two of the ones in my top four, you should know. I have to look at the list. Okay, number four is Brink. Okay. 
Number three, the first episode we had Sam on. I remember that. Smart House. Okay. And this is my number two, probably kind of controversial for a lot of people. Number two, again, Don't look under the bed? Don't look under the bed is hard lock number one. Okay. That is the highest rated one where I just think that's like a good movie. It's good. Number two, Can of Worms. Okay. Pasta. I, or, I like not, that movie. Pasta Cola? Or what was the name? Uh, no, that's Stepsister from Planet oh, that's Weird. That that's one. in like my bottom oh, five to Planet ten. Mike Philsbury. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And what the, a the weird. weird those are weird. Green, goopy, lawyer aliens. Those are, yeah. You've got the stuff at school like, where like he it, puts it's so Scott's weird. It's face so, on a pig on the computer. It's so weird to think like that movie and then you have got to kick it up. Like that's the same like, here kids, here's this and here's this the uh, next week. I mean, there's been a lot of time between where they started targeting their audience more directly. And you can see very well like how gotta kick it up leads to something like high school music. Yeah. But imagine a world where Can of Worms was <laughs> the great influencer of where things go. Yeah. I mean, we get three Xenon movies, but in none of those movies do we see a gross, goopy green alien eat corn <laughs> on the cob and then pop out popcorn. It's so goofy. Like, that, that'd be one, like, i just randomly go back and watch. But no, like, I did guess Don't Look Under the Bed, and I think that's maybe one of my top-tier ones. Yeah. I, I like that one. Ones that you don't like. Like, I, I, I always like just Halloween Town. I, I just like like the idea of it, I think. It's maybe not necessarily the best movie, but I, I just yeah. like like it. No, like, I wrestled like, around where I had Halloween Town lower than I initially there's, ended up. There's a difference between, I think, likability and then just the quality of a movie, I think. I think like, I actually had like 13th year maybe higher than Halloween Town at one point, but then I, I rectified that and said, eh, Halloween Town, sure, it's basically... Just taking the premise from Nightmare Before Christmas of there being a separate Halloween Town. Yeah. Uh, but I did also rank Halloween Town 2 lower than Halloween Town because it's... Uh, the socks. Uh, what about the socks in that one troll dude? That is very much fresh in my mind. <laughs> I remember. It's more like the stuff I'm with the, the frog dad that I actually... was like, yeah, that movie wasn't terrible. Which one? The, the sexy British dad who's actually made of frogs. Oh, yeah. So that was Gotta Kick It Up. Gotta Kick It Up. Si se puede. If you want to write in about your power rankings of Disney yes. Channel original movies. What's your what's your favorite one? Give us your top three. Of at least ones we've maybe watched. Or not. You, we can look forward to some. Yeah. Zombies 2? Is that Ooh. your favorite? Ooh. I hope it'll be my favorite one day. <laughs> but you can write us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. You can find us in a number of different places that you probably already found us. But for podcasts, rate us, review us, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Follow us on Spotify. We're also on Stitcher, however that works. And another big hub of our activity, we're ranking up in those subs over on YouTube.com. 109. Go to our YouTube page. Find our most watched videos. Go to all of them and like them, them all. Or because just... all of our most viewed videos are all people trying to fucking watch those movies for free on YouTube. Just so like we are, we're losing the battle. Like up, yeah. up and away, we've beaten the drum of thirteenth year. We're still losing that battle, but up, up and away, I think ratio wise is our worst percentage. Really likes to dislike. just go through every movie. It'll just take you like ten minutes. And that movie, that one even has a comment from somebody saying, "Oh, I liked the this podcast." So. Uh, yeah, we got a couple new ones, didn't we? 
couple new comments. Somebody even said that on the Under Wraps episode. I'm like, oh, jeez. I had my <laughs> brother say he started listening to these recently. And he's like, oh, do you guys, like, talk about the whole movie in extreme detail? <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, kind of. Ooh, pulling on my collar. Yikes. And I said, well, you know, it's rough in the early episodes, but maybe, maybe skip, you lucky dog, maybe just get through them. And it eventually came out that I guess he mostly was just listening to them, just sitting down, listening to a podcast, doing nothing else. And I said, nobody does that. That's not how people consume podcasts. I told him the only reason. Do the dishes. The only reason you should be listening to a podcast like that or our podcast like that is if you're me editing (laughs) the podcast. And that's why I don't always like editing the podcast because I have to give it my full attention. And I don't do that with pretty much any podcast. Plan your phone. Browse Twitter. Listen to the podcast. That's how you should do it. I don't think we need to tell people here how. Well, I'm to just get giving tips. Podcasts. Clearly, some people are doing it wrong. Uh, yeah. Well, Brody, <laughs> Brody's not a regular podcaster or Potter. The stuff he listens to, but is, he's definitely a Potter. He's a Harry Potter fan. Probably is pro J.K. Rowling right now with Ooh. all the stuff going on with her. But this right Anyways, now, I'm looking at... Donald Trump did not die during our podcast, so... But maybe we need to keep this going forever. He is <laughs> at Walter's Reed, and Rick Moranis is fine. He got hit in the head by somebody. Oh, fuck. Somebody knocked out Rick Moranis today on yeah, the now street. I'm actually sad about that. He was attacked in the head. Oh, Cookie Monster has died at 31, dubstep artist. Okay. All right. <laughs> that, that's like a trending thing. That's number four. What the hell? <laughs> I'm looking at our, our time, and while we would be within our rights to give the, the long tease Lucas Jacob origin story. Another time. I really want this to be an easy episode to edit, so <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for now. That's M- all, Maybe folks. we'll get Justin on an episode soon. D- Hopefully it won't Houston. be as janky audio as when we had Sam on, and no. Dustin is more relevant to the origins of Lucas and Jacob than Very. maybe just Lucas and Jacob. Wow. <laughs> so with that, mm. I will maybe throw it over to Jacob. You got anything? Si se puede, si se puede. That's what I figured it would be. But you know what? I think that might just be what we need to get big, the biggest on the web. Wow. com. Latarian Milton is not your typical seven-year-old. Few his age have ever driven an SUV up and down several busy streets. It all started at his mother's townhouse. Latarian says he took the car keys and hopped into his grandmother's Dodge Durango. When I came through the back door, I looked on the counter, my keys were gone. I took my grandma's car because I got mad at my mom, and then I suddenly had my friend come in, and he smoked with cigarettes. He started the vehicle and put it into gear. I yanked the, I yanked it. I yanked the um, thing. And off they went, two seven-year-olds alone on the road. Latarian drove several miles through Lake Park and Palm Beach Gardens. We got the one call that I told you about of a driver in the vehicle who looked too short to be able to see over the steering wheel. Along the way, he ran over two mailboxes, hit two parked cars in a Costco parking lot, and struck two moving cars near Walmart. I want to do it because it's fun. It's fun to do bad things, to drive into a car. But did you know 
that you could perhaps kill somebody? Yes, but I wanted to do hood stuff for my friend. It all ended on Investment Lane and Consumer Drive. That's where Letarian hit the curb and sideswiped the sign. The SUV took most of the beating, snapping off one of his axles and wheels. A grandmother's rage. I want to whip his behind. That's what I want to do right now. If I thought they wouldn't take me to jail, I'd whip his behind right now. You don't think he should be punished for all of this? Just a little bit. No video games for a whole weekend.